0: Welcome back to another episode of Fracture Line, everyone, the official weekly news feed from the Chest Wall Injury Society, where we will listen to all the bottom-line CWIS updates, shout-outs, fun facts, and weekly banner in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, Mark Crisco, and I'm joined always by Dr. Tom White and Sarah Ann Whitbeck. Well, uh, welcome back, everybody. I hope you guys all had a good week. Um, We're welcoming uh, Dr. Gaspari uh, on the show today. It's an honor, sir. Thank you for joining us. We just would like to hear, let the listeners know uh, who you are, what you are, where you're working, what you're passionate about.
1: Well, I'm Mario Gaspari. I was uh, born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm about as local as you can get. I went to college here at Marquette University. I went to medical school here at the Medical College of Wisconsin. For those of you who don't know, that is actually the alma mater of the world-famous Dr. Tom White. There are uh, posters and placards all over the medical college. In fact, <laughs> I heard a rumor they might be erecting a statue, although that's not yet been confirmed. Um, I then did go to Detroit, and did my general surgery residency, but then came back to Milwaukee for my fellowship in, in thoracic surgery and I'm currently a practicing general thoracic surgery at the medical college. So I'm, like I said, about as, as local to Milwaukee, Wisconsin as one can possibly be.
0: That's awesome. I'm sure you're humbled to be walking in the same walls as Dr. White. Oh, it's a, it's
1: a, an amazing experience every day, <laughs> so, well, well. and I, uh, I have long had an interest in the surgical stabilization of rib fractures, which uh, obviously led me to CWIS, and I'm actually current and uh, outgoing president for this for this year, so looking forward to passing off the baton at the upcoming summit.
0: Excellent. Well, welcome. I think uh, we wanted to have you start by talking about membership and volunteering.
1: I think the question posed was, uh, why should people volunteer for CWIS? You know, I think I could give a really short answer and say like, who wouldn't want to volunteer and have the opportunity to work with Dr. White and Sarah Ann and all the rest of the incredible people in CWIS. I think losing out on an opportunity like that would probably become a instant lifelong regret and haunt people forever. But. Uh, I think the real answer, though, is probably a little more, maybe a little deeper than that. As I stated, I've been interested in surgical stabilization of rib fractures, one of the things CWIS looks at, for a long time. And while this concept's not new, it, it was essentially a fringe technique, not really part of the mainstream mainstream conversation. And when I'd give podium presentations 20 years ago or even 10 years ago, I was literally getting laughed off the stage and If they would allow it, they'd throw tomatoes at me as I was walking off. The surgical stabilization of rib fractures has really become an accepted modality in the treatment of uh, patients with chest wall injury. And the same people who were laughing me off the stage 10 years ago are now submitting papers to our annual summit. And none of that happens without CWIS. I mean, this does not exist unless CWIS were were pushing the envelope. And I think in five short years, CWIS is really change the landscape on how we look at and evaluate these patients and it's it's had an incredibly positive impact on their care and only through the dedicated kind of hard work of all our volunteers of all the members of the society all the committees including the research committee the publications committee the membership committee database committee education committee i mean i could go on and on but without their hard work and and volunteerism none of this none of this happens none of this happens without them I think a lot of things in medicine have really already been worked out, right? We're just, in in 2020 and 2021, we're just making little minor adjustments and tweaks and and redefining what we already do. It's not often we have the opportunity to to literally completely adjust the lens on how we evaluate and treat a certain pathology, but that's that's really exactly what CWIS is doing. Um, I'm not suggesting every rib fracture needs an operation just like every person with a gallstone doesn't need their gallbladder taken out. But I do think every patient should be evaluated with all potential modalities in mind. And I think CWIS is C-Riss is rewriting the book on how these patients are managed, and it, it's it's making history. There's a lot still to be done, and there's a ton of questions that really remain to be answered. But this is really exciting stuff, and who wouldn't want to be a part of making history, right? I mean, we this is a moment in time that we can uh redefine how things are looked at so
2: who wouldn't want to
1: volunteer for something like that i mean we don't get that opportunity very often so here it is and i would encourage everyone to do what they can and volunteer for whatever interest and arena they want to tackle but it's really this is exciting stuff and everyone should want to be a part of it
0: couldn't agree more if uh if I was vo- wanted to volunteer, Sarah. Who who should I be talking with? I just email you if I wanted to volunteer for something. How do they reach out? What
3: a prime question! So, actually, going live um, this weekend, we will you will see an email in your inbox, as well as you can visit the website um, under our About tab. And I'm just looking at the website so I don't lead people astray. Under About, there's um, a fly menu that says Volunteering, and people can go in and submit their application and see what current positions and opportunities are available. Um, and then that is where they'll be able to locate, you know, just more information about different committees and and um, various projects that are available so that people can kind of see what, what they're actually getting Involved in so they don't say oh I really want to be part of this committee and then find out oh that's not really the committee that I was so interested in or not really the project that that interested me the most. Um, You can always email me directly but but that's really kind of the source of the most information and i'm really going to point you back to that that website. um, Specifically, anyway, so that's the best the best spot and then that um, call for volunteers will be open for a few weeks, Um, so if you're serious you know really get your name on that list um for now and then uh we'll follow
0: up
2: excellent dr white uh mario's been uh, a stalwart uh we met eight years ago nine years ago and and it was clear that we shared a passion for this new area of inquiry and and he's just been a relentless supporter and a force and it's just been a real pleasure to be work alongside of him i'm proud that he's a fellow um uh, m cower <laughs> But um, yeah, Mario, thanks. Just, just uh, I'm thanking you personally, but thank you on behalf of CWS for all your hard work and your, your presence, presidential year. I, I'm sorry it was disrupted by COVID, but um, you, you were the right guy for the job during this challenging time period. Wouldn't you say, Sarah?
3: Absolutely. A tremendous amount of work in, in the face of a, a peculiar year. And, and we have been so the benefactors of, of all of your thoughts and, and amazing work. So. Many thanks well, to you, I, I appreciate that, but my part was actually pretty easy with everyone around me, so Excellent.
1: I didn't have to do too much. I have one, Just watch you guys do everything. One
2: comment that you guys probably don't know is that I do lecture about rib fracture repair periodically and I have a slide that's in every single one of my talks and it's it's a photograph of Mario's landmark. Publication from a few years ago. He published a hundred uh, chest wall reconstruction cases. It was, at the time, it was the largest series. It may remain the largest personal series of, of a single surgeon publishing chest wall repair. But the the image is is lifting the hood hood of the Buick, and it's this this stern to gudgeon incision with these giant claws lifting like lifting the chest wall to expose everything and it's it's remarkable but i'd love to hear mario's perspective on how things have changed from when he used to make incisions like that to what he does now
1: yeah you know so first of all i don't regret those incisions um they do give beautiful exposure and uh um i think that was what you had to do with the tools that were available at the time um we didn't have fancy right angle drills we didn't have we didn't have plates that were designed for the chest wall, I was using acetabular plates, the 3.5 millimeter uh, recon that you had to get a big plate bender on the backs table to do, and they were stainless steel and they were, so there was no other way to do this um, than that way. But, and again, I'm not trying to take any credit for that, but I think, cause I learned that technique from my mentor, I think pushing that envelope and doing this, and then obviously industry gets involved, gives us the tools we need, and then we can make smaller and smaller incisions and it's really evolved. But without those first steps by the pioneers and by no means am I a pioneer, because like I said, I was taught this by my mentors, but uh, um, without those steps, nobody would take interest and it would have never evolved to where it does now. I do make much smaller incisions now because obviously we have the tools available to, uh, to be able to do that, but... Um, I will tell you, even with those lifting the hood of the Buick uh, incisions, those people still benefited. Now the incremental benefit is even more because we can do it through smaller incisions. But uh, um, that was just the evolution. And I think it's only gonna get better. Just wait till we do these from the inside through an eight millimeter incision and that's all you need. Like really do it, the whole operation.
0: Um, So you'll see, it's coming. Well, uh, Sarah, do you have anything else to talk about this week or should we move on to the final stage?
3: Just one. Registration is open for the summit and uh, pretty exciting. So we're getting getting people signed up both online and in person. Um, if you're bringing a team, um, email me and we'll get you the team code so that you can get, um, get your team discount. That's for three or more. And it's kind of a self-decided team. So if it's within your geographical region or within your facility, however you want to define team, um, that's really kind of up to you. Um, let me know. Otherwise, we're we're just excited to have people excited to come.
0: Do we? Uh, I know, Doctor White. You keep talking about changing from fifty to a hundred. Have we gotten there yet, or are we still at fifty? Or...
2: Well, we've we've arrived at the magic number of eighty-three. For some reason, it's a, that's a percentage of the capacity of the ballroom. So they've allowed uh, the numbers gone to eighty-three. I don't know if it's uh, if it's going to go any higher, but that should accommodate uh, our our audience. Um, I'm hoping we won't have to turn anybody away. Excellent.
0: Well, let's do the final stitch. Sarah, you want to go?
3: Sure. We are releasing today a survey um, that we are lo- lovingly calling the TikTok Survey, which actually um, stands for the Thoracic Injury Correlation Collaboration Survey, which became the Tick and then became the Tick Tock, and I don't know, but TikTok survey, so it will be in your um, inbox soon. It's a partnership, uh, or it's a, a group of people um, that are CWIS members, and um, it's kind of validating or, or having people look at a series of images of fractures and then um, kind of utilizing the taxonomy um, that Dr. Edwards and a variety of other people put together, and then um, uh, well, evaluating the, the classification of rib fractures. Um, and so we really need a lot of people to respond. When you see this come out in your, um, email, please respond. And, um, it'll be open for a few weeks. We, we really are looking forward to a strong response rate. So please check it out. Cool. Dr. Gaspari have you thought about one? Yeah.
1: So something, Without getting too deep, Dr. White spent four years in Wisconsin, so he knows how passionate we are about the Packers and our Green Bay team. And, uh, you know, I've spent the last month recovering from that brutal loss to Tampa Bay in the <laughs> NFC Championship game. <laughs> and then watching them win the Super Bowl um, brought it back. And I think if you would have caught me three weeks ago when I was through going through my anger phase, you, this would have been a lot more colorful of a conver- conversation. But, you know, I'm finally to acceptance, right? So. I've gone through every phase, I've worked through it, Um, it's been brutal, and I think I'm speaking for every Wisconsin fan, I can say it was a great year, Um, it brought me a lot of joy, but you heard it here first, next year Green Bay will be in the Super Bowl, they will win it, Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT, all respect to Tom Brady, but Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback of all time, and uh, they will win it next year. And they will probably win it the year after that as well. You heard it here first. And uh, um, if anybody disagrees, I welcome them to call me personally. They can challenge me all they want. But you heard it here. Next year and maybe the
0: year after. I might have to so edit this bold. whole part out. I think I have to it's edit so the whole thing.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I like and it. again,
1: all respect to Tom Brady, but Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> Mario, I hope we get a chance to invite you back as a guest.
2: And, uh,
1: you, can, you
2: can either load or you can uh, eat crow, eat your hat. But good luck with
1: that. But Tom, you know, you know what it's like. Oh, man. So
2: there was many a time Packers. I was sitting in my ice fishing shanty, listening to the Packers roll over uh, the, the Bears. Yeah. Um, I have a quick one. I uh, two, but I'll I'll choose this one. Don and I did a big case. Don Van Borne did a big case a couple of weeks ago on a guy who traveled from a long ways away to see us. I'm not sure exactly why, but he uh, showed up on our doorstep with a big problem, and we took us two operations. But we think we got him fixed, and he need, he needs to go back home. And he lives on the other side of the country. And I, because of Cwis and because of our relationships, I was able to pick up the phone and find him a, a spectacular s- surgeon in his neighborhood. Not that I mean 100 miles away, who was profoundly gracious and and willing to see this gentleman that we operated on and follow up and you know none of us likes to really take care of other people's problems but um cwis uh is just this provides this network of like-minded surgeons who are willing to help each other out return favors and i'm i couldn't be more grateful so that's my uh, that's my f- uh final stitch
0: excellent mine's really quick too i wanted to give a shout out to a friend of mine um georgia betty He's actually uh, building my house back home in uh, western Massachusetts, and he's a wonderful man, and he's given a lot of his own money uh, to the project while we were waiting for funds, and he's building not just a house for me, but for a future for my family, so he's an excellent guy, excellent builder, um, and wanted to give him a shout out, so that's it for me. Is he
1: willing to come out to Wisconsin? <laughs> I need some work done. Not a woman. <laughs> I'll find out.
3: This is still under construction, so if you want to send it my way, that'd be super.
0: Anyways, well, it was uh, great to meet you, Dr. Gaspari. Same. Have a great week, guys. Thank you. All right. Take
3: care, guys. Good to see you. Take
0: care. All right. Nice to see you as well. Bye-bye.